well. Wow. So sorry to all of our listeners for that, Ty. Holy shit, that was loud. What an intro. Um, We're celebrating, you know Eric. Today is a celebration, and I could... You know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a hoot, Ty. Because... <laughs> Damn. Episode 100 is when we buy the soundboard. That's awesome. Uh, wow. That's right. Welcome to episode 100, Breadheads, a crowning achievement for Think Fresh to dedicate ourselves to 100 triple digits, 100 inches of episodes. Wow, that's triple digits, baby. Um, mm-hmm. Just like, you know, just like Chief Keefe said, I'm through Hunter Bang. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Uh, this podcast is all about foot fetishes, and this is an amazing feat. Dude. This is an amazing foot long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been Wild a foot long journey. This is uh this is not something that we would ever expect. We, you know, we 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 did not expect this going into um the pandemic, you know. Mm-hmm. This is something Ty and I have been long long ago dreaming up uh back in the old days at the office when we would mm-hmm. physically go to Subway IRL maybe mm-hmm. once once to two to three times a month. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, we just needed some kind of way to reignite our lunchtime conversations because, you know, we've been working remote. And look at us now, Ty. We've been talking about sandwiches for two times a week for 50 weeks. Yeah, it's really kind of off brand, honestly. Like, both of us are very noncommittal people. So for us to dedicate ourselves so fully to to this podcast, just as a testament of our true passion for italian herbs and cheese yeah exactly uh and also for all the breadheads out there honestly if it wasn't for you guys uh lighting up our dms then i don't think we would have it in us to go to subway and and risk our lives and uh you know put potentially put our health at risk Mm -hmm. during this novel corona 19 virus (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but we were feeling vaxxed invincible more genetically modified than the italian bread so yeah, uh, and we've been teasing this for quite a few episodes now, but we finally did it, folks. We Ty and Eric went to Subway. Ty and Eric went to Subway, IRL, mind you, at the same location at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. This is yeah, you're right, dude. This is a this is a crazy day. So do you wanna mm-hmm. do you wanna just give us give the listeners a little breakdown of what happened? I mean, it all started yeah. with you uh, you driving up to my apartment, picking me up, uh, just like daddy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, driving our, our fat white asses over to Subway, mm-hmm. um, just down the street. Luckily, I do live close to two establishments. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's quite central. I'm quite central. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so wait, we pulled up. We, you know, hopped out with the whip. Uh, you know, Toyota Matrix pull up, Hungry Boy yep. hop out. Turn, turn, and, down uh, the, uh, turn down the Fleet Foxes banging yeah. on the stereo. Um, yeah. It was our old stomping grounds we visited, our um, mm-hmm. alumni location. Mm-hmm. So it was quite uh, a hmm, chilling experience to revisit an institution we patroned so frequently before. Absolutely. Um, you know, right off the bat, we walked in um, immediately feeling in disbelief because we're like, wow, I cannot believe we were back there. It's been like a year and a half since we stepped in mm-hmm. there, like, or maybe even longer. Um, 
And right away, we noticed that there was only one employee working the, the line mm-hmm. that day. It was mm-hmm. very quiet. It was around, it was a little late afternoon uh, lunch thing. So very, mm-hmm. very off hours. Um, yeah, we, we skipped the super spreader lunch rush. Um, probably the right call. It gave us more time to consume the menu mm-hmm. and our sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Um, media elites such as ourselves don't usually like to mingle with regular folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, much like like Frank Ocean or or the weekend, we, we slip in and out of places when, uh, you know, it's least busy so we can uh, minimize the number of praying eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that was a really uh, accurate uh, parallel, Eric. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we roll, in, roll up. We get door. There's nobody around. <laughs> one, one artist, the uh, novel coronavirus seems to have wiped out their frontline worker staff. So, mm-hmm. But thankfully, there was no patrons either. It was a ghost town in there. Shout out Kanye. Yeah, absolute ghost town. Uh, Ty and I, you know, quickly ignited our live stream uh, as soon as we walked up to the bread counter. Um, mm-hmm. We were, you know, chopping it up with our, our homie behind the line there. But, you know, someone, an Amazon worker did walk in right behind us. Uh, so we mm-hmm. had to, you know, hurry up the ordering process and try to keep the stream to, uh, you know, something a little bit more subtle. But uh, Ty and I did go through the ordering process. We bought our subs. We got a cookie. Um, I paid for Ty because I was mm-hmm. happy that he made the trek all the way over to me and picked me mm-hmm. up. So just thank you, little, Poppy. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank also, you. Also, it's a reminder to renew our domain, please. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the real daddy of this podcast because I'm fitting foot in the bills. Foot long yeah. in the bills. And, he, and he's not talking about GoDaddy either. Damn, no. <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to live stream the ordering, but it was very difficult to multitask. I realized I can't talk and perform at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's we okay. Kinda, we got through it. Yeah, we, we resorted to holding our phones on the wide angle mode while just, you know, saying our order to uh, to the nice young lady behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's talk about some, like, key differences right away we noticed. Like, first of all, this is our first experience with a new menu at Subway. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some very scary changes, like right off the very, top. Very, very. Yeah. Like, first of all, the decor in our restaurant, it's our restaurant. It's, uh, it's identical. Far away. Right. It's the only difference is there's now a new sneeze guard where the cashier is. And mm-hmm. there's like two stickers on the ground where he's supposed to stand. So mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are even allowed in this establishment, but the tables were not socially distanced. Um, everything else was basically the same. Not and... true, Eric. I do recall seeing a fake plant hanging basket on the wall that I have never noticed before. I'm not sure if it's new. It was very dusty, which tells me that it's been there sometime. But it's the mm-hmm. first time it's ever like came into my field of view. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it is old because the the tables were like oriented slightly differently. And mm. also the plant itself was identical to ones around it. So unless they went into the subway distribution center and plucked out an old archive uh, display item, mm-hmm. there's no way they like were able to recreate exactly the Tuscan heritage of the other one. That's a good point. They probably didn't uh, do a vintage throwback here. Subway's like penchant for <laughs> would lead them to put maybe a more like progressive looking plant, perhaps a like 
Monstera or Middle uh, <laughs> Leaf Fig. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, they would put a Monstera. They um, would. But, you know, let's get back to, like, what really uh, put us off. This this made us feel this immediately uncomfortable. Fuck. This menu, dude. So, um, I mean, we can talk about the design all we want, but it's really really comes down to, like, two things, in my opinion. Uh, no good additions and mm-hmm. tons of bad reductions. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all about reductionism at Think Fresh Podcast, but it has to be done in a way that makes sense. And it seems like what they've done here is the complete genocide of the menu. Yeah. Dude, this thing is an absolute genocide. Um, they took out most of the breads. There's only three bed- breads remaining. Um, mm-hmm. her- thank-, thank God Herbs and Cheese is one of them. Thank God. I think... Uh, I think the other one was like a white bread and then maybe yep. whole wheat. That's my guess. Something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, no no honey but... oat, no Parmesan oregano. Yeah. All of the they, fringe um... breads have been stripped out of the menu. It's only the yeah. mainstream loaves. It wasn't even really clear if you could get a flatbread anymore or a wrap. Mm-hmm. Do you remember seeing that? I think it was at the very bottom of the bread menu. They, their information design needs some work for sure. Yeah, I didn't feel very um, encouraged to explore the menu like I used to. I, mm-hmm. I realize now that it's like very much guided, and you know, Subway is like straying further and further away from the build your own sandwich uh, mentality, mm-hmm. and it's more so like, okay, we recommend this bread, and you should just pick a flavor off the menu and call it a day. Yeah, I felt like they were optimizing the bread ordering process for the new user. Which is we're power users at Subway. We we want all our options. We want our hotkeys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, so that leads us to like the next step after we chose our bread, which really wasn't a choice. Where we have to get the herbs and cheese. Um, you know, I went first. I got my BMT, uh, which was you know pretty easy. Thank God that's still there. But Ty, you went for your you know first pick and sadly they mm. didn't have it anymore and it's the falafel <laughs> yeah dude the falafel has been stripped from the menu my i was shook i could see you you were shook too you're shaking in your amiri jeans over there dude my we're... amiri jeans were like 10 pounds heavier because i was i was pissing myself wow <laughs> I, I can't believe they would take away the falafel there's very few vegetarian options on that menu and that was one of the like tried and true ones Rest in peace, falafel sandwich. Rest in peace, falafel bisque at Subway. Wow. It's actually truly saddening because you were basically stuck with the veggie patty. Um, mm-hmm. But do you want to walk through what the veggie patty was like now? Or do we should we wait till we get our food? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll wait till we get to the uh, consumption phase of this uh, activation. Okay. Right now, about, we're... Uh, we're we're, we're struggling, though. We're, like, in a moment here where we got to make quick decisions. This is the improvisation I talked about in the last episode that I wasn't ready for, Eric. I had to I think I was on prepared. my feet. I know. And we were being broadcasted to millions of viewers. And, so we had to and, really quit, be quickly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got to point out, though, that the menu, the actual, like, like blue check menu, not the bread menu, was a total nightmare to navigate. They've stripped away the signature sandwich section. So... Me and my fat pockets had nowhere to look to buy an expensive sandwich. Mm-hmm. I know. I came there wanting to 
get the most expensive option uh, just to let everyone know that I don't need to eat here. Um, mm -hmm. and, but it was extremely hard to do so. You know, we had to opt for buying a drink and a cookie at the end in order to flex yeah. our health. Yeah, that was us just like tripping over ourselves. We would never do that normally. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I got the BMC. I, if I remember correctly, I had lettuce, tomato, onion, black olives, banana peppers. Um, and then I went with mm -hmm. sweet onion sauce because that is Subway to me. Uh, and I got mm -hmm. the chipotle, got some Parmesan, salt and pepper. No oregano. <laughs> Toasted. Um, they stripped, they, they them, took obviously. away the oregano, which is crazy because the oregano is still on the bread, still the herb on the bread. Yeah, where do they get the oregano for the bread if it's not like, you know, in a tub somewhere? That yeah. makes no sense to me. Anyways, that's what I got, Ty. Uh, I'm really nice glad you got that, like Eric. A, yeah, she wrapped it nice and tight like a Cubano, and it was sitting mm -hmm. for me at the end of the line while Ty fumbled through his order. Do you want to <laughs> go ahead and talk through what you got? What you got? Yeah, I will. I just want to say, though, that I, I, you're really the Joe Rogan of this podcast, Eric, because Joe is always talking. Sleepy Joe is always <laughs> talking about uh, DMT, doing DMT, mm. and you're always talking about doing BMTs. Absolutely. Have you tried the BMT? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried BMT? <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, truly a mind-altering experience. Yeah, it'll melt your brain. Yeah. Uh, so, so what did you get? Yeah, after I, obviously, herbs and cheese, foot long, toasted. Uh, quick pivot to the veggie patty. I will talk about the veggie patty right now because it was kind of interesting. So they made some major renovations to this freaking puck of a meal. <laughs> uh, it used to be this frozen, like, kind of beveled corners, quite thick. I would compare it mm -hmm. to an iPhone 4. Um, Much like a breakfast oval. A breakfast oval yeah it had a concrete like color to it i think that might be a result of freezer burn um mm -hmm. and flavor wise it tasted just kind of like soy it, it was it was um it was an experience to eat but but this time eric this time was entirely different when they picked up the veggie patty to put it on my sandwich the first thing i know is how reductive it is it, they, they thin this thing right out and they have a lot sharper edges i would compare it more to like an iphone 8 now in dimensions <laughs> the color was mm -hmm. a lot richer it was it was a brown color not unlike um i guess fertilizer and right. inside it you could actually see these pops these <laughs> chunks of little orange and green and yellow bits i'm thinking it was carrot corn would be my guess wow a real it wasn't medley. frozen it was actually quite brittle not frozen it was i, wow. I would say it was it was the perfect patty they layered a couple of those up popped it in we'll talk about the flavor profile in a bit but mm -hmm. toasted that that bitch up and then yeah. i went through my my regular gauntlet of veggies the scraggly brown lettuce the white and red tomatoes spinach bell peppers pickles cucumbers black olives um, and then in the, uh, sauce corner of the rink, I, <laughs> I triple sauced it today, a hat tricks of sorts. I like, I like to think of sauces as a Venn diagram of creamy, spicy, and sweet. So I try to hit all three corners. I got Southwest, sweet onion, and a hint of ranch. I love this, Ty. 
can you remind me if the veggie patty had any kind of overlap on the on your bread? Because iPhone 8 is considerably larger than iPhone 4. So, you know, was there any kind of stackage happening? Yeah, there was at the intersection of the two patties. I got about a one centimeter bite. That's about a quarter inch for the American folks. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. A one centimeter bite that was a like du- the vegetarian equivalent of double meat. It was, it was quite satisfying. Wow, I love that. So you got double meat. You got a double patty. This is excellent. So, mm-hmm. so you didn't go double meat. End, How come you didn't go double meat? I had to pace myself. I can't just jump right back into Subway and get double meat, double ha- like hangover. Like I have to mm-hmm. like really ease myself in. And that's why I did not get the meatball or my usual chicken parm. I had to really play it safe this time. Go for a tried and true classic. Um, mm-hmm. It's the litmus test. You know, I started out getting the BMT with all of the ingredients aforementioned. And today, two years later, I have to get the same exact sandwich in order to compare. I'm, I'm a scientist, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're just running mm-hmm. tests. Yeah, it's sub-science over here, Ty. Um, so we got our sandwiches. We got a little s'more cookie. Mm-hmm. New um, to the menu. New to the menu, which was quite good. And then we sat down, unwrapped our willies. And what do you know? Both sandwiches are upside down. Yeah. <laughs> It was wonderful, wonderful yeah. to have that happen again. Every foot long Subway freaking produces is upside down. They don't care about the end of customer journey, like end of life experience of their sandwich at all. Once it's in the patron's hands, that sandwich is dead to Subway. Absolutely. Um, what else happened, Ty? Uh, I want to call out that they um, are asking for some absolutely obscene tips now. I think oh, the yeah. minimum tip tip was eighteen percent. Oh yeah, dude, that was unbelievable. Like, I I very mm. blatantly you can see it in the live stream, but I very blatantly hit the skip button. I don't know if you caught that. I did, um, and I I was surprised you didn't announce it along with that to to the uh, yeah, artist. No, themselves. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have asked her what you know why she thinks she deserves. 18% as a minimum. I think it went 18, mm-hmm. 20, 25. Like, like I'm really going to tip you like $8 on my sandwich. Insanity. You're fucking nuts. You're, you're nuts. Yeah. Well, thank God Gold, Dig- or Gold Digger Ty didn't have to foot the bill for this one. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was my, honestly, my pleasure. Um, but we did eat our sandwiches relatively quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. any, any tasting notes you want to talk about? I think the the sandwich, for me, felt pretty fresh. You know, I think the toaster uh, was on its lowest setting, though. The the bread was pretty cold. Um, mm-hmm. It's entirely possible that, you know, they just shut off the toaster for the day because no one was coming in, and therefore we had to witness a toaster cold start. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what about you, Ty? How was your how was your overall sandwich eating experience? Yeah, I felt the same way about my sandwich. The the bread felt like it was warmed, but not toasted. I never really double toast, but I think I might have to do that next time. I did notice there was a significant flavor profile improvement in the Italian herbs of cheese. After my first couple of bites, I was astounded to realize that I could taste the yellow cheese and I could taste the herbs. I was actually able to like pull out some rosemary and some oregano on my palate 
This is mm-hmm. n- this is a first time event at Subway. This has never happened before. And I've eaten hundreds of inches of sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, dude. This guy has literally consumed more inches than um What's the guy on and Anderson Cooper? <laughs> uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, I, uh, I that was that was like the first notes to hit the palate. Then, as I kept eating, it was just like all these like memories, this, these experiences of, of dining at Subway came back to you, and the, the flavors all just like perfect pairings. I was so happy with my sandwich. I was, yeah, it, it was it was good. How how did you feel about yours? Did you make good pairings? Yeah, absolutely, Ty. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, You're a true professional over here. I'm a real chef. Um, you know, the only thing missing on on me is uh, you know a chef's hat and some sleeve hats. Um, but you know what, Ty? The sandwich I gotta say was perfect. It was perfect. Um, one one key thing that I noticed though uh, when ordering was the vegetables look pretty bad. <laughs> um, like the spinach looked you know, very wilted. Um, the, the shreddus was turning purple at the edges. Um, mm-hmm. Some things like the tomato and the onion, you know, ones that sit well, uh, looked pretty fresh still. Um, you know, it might have been, you know, they're gearing up for a long weekend here mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. So they, got, they just got their order. Um, but it did make me think that, you know, maybe the vegetables are real because the fact that they're sitting there getting browned by the second um, and it's starting to steam up and condensate on this news guard. That that tells me that uh, you know there is some live uh, you know fortification happening right there. Mm, they're ripening on the spot, and I would agree to that, Eric. I this was an unlock for me as I ate my foot long yesterday, and I I questioned should I add that wilted spinach to my sandwich? I looked at it, sad, weeping in that bucket, and I thought I'm going to take a chance on you today. And yeah, I'm so exactly. glad I did. That was the most spinach, most flavorful spinach I've ever consumed at Subway. I couldn't believe how much I could taste those leafy greens. So this leads to a new hypothesis, Eric, that you should only add the vegetables that look terrible to your sandwich. If the vegetables look like they're rotting, like in the bucket, add them, throw them, get extra <laughs> in there. Don't get any vegetable that looks good because the vegetables mm-hmm. that look good are pumped full of GMO juice. They have, mm-hmm. They're going to have no flavor, no nutritional value. If a vegetable is going bad, it means that it's real. It's mortal. Mm-hmm. So those are the vegetables that are really going to hit in your sandwich. Yeah. Ty, this strategy might be genius, but it also might have been a thing that really bit us in the ass later. Um, because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I actually felt like garbage the, the rest of the night. Like We had our sandwich around 4 o'clock. And it took me until 8 p.m. to have any kind of mobility back in my system. Uh, and then I went to bed with a tummy ache. Tied. Dude, I had a tummy ache after I finished the first six inches. I was so <laughs> stuck. My, my stomach must have just shrunk over the last yeah. 12 months. or Because it cannot handle a foot long anymore. I don't have the capacity for it. I felt so sick from mm-hmm. here, there forward all night. I skipped dinner. I went to bed without dinner. I didn't eat until 10 a.m. the next day. That's how full I was from that foot long. I know. I didn't have dinner either. Um, I went straight to bed. You know, I did manage to get around the penicillin, but I, you know, basically had watermelon for 
at 11 and then I went, I went to bed. Um, I also mm. drank this like probiotic tea um, in an effort to really try to curb that uh, horrible stomach pain I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You must've been def- desperate because that seems like a sad, pathetic strategy for mitigating your stomach ache. Me, I had pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> Ty and I did go for a lager after after our sandwich, and that was probably mm-hmm. the best. That was exactly what I needed to speed up the uh, mm-hmm. the di- digestion of that sandwich, Ty. It was um, really satisfying because I was so dehydrated from the sandwich. Even okay, so halfway through the sandwich, six inches deep, I realized how thirsty I was. My entire body, my skin was drying out. My pores were opening, and mm-hmm. I realized it was because of the MSG in my foot long. So Eric yeah. and I, you were probably feeling the same thing. I could see you you had like cracked lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was being uh, sucked in like kind of like dry SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um, you needed either some Burt's Bees or a bevy really bad. So we halfway through the meal had to self service and get a couple of cans of Tallboy Bubblies from the fridge. Yeah, exactly. I made my choice. sandwich. I made my sandwich artist hang up the phone with her friend so that she could uh, sell me those bubblies, by the way. She like, had mm-hmm. to hang up on a conversation. Mm-hmm. I got to say, when I reflect on my days working a minimum wage job, I did appreciate the days when almost nothing happened in the store. Mm-hmm. You know, there were busy days where you just, it, the whole time just like flies by and you know, you're kind of proud of yourself because it felt like a blip and you just kind of like move on with your day. Um, but days when no one comes in and it's like really easy, like she probably made like four sandwiches that day, Mm -hmm. you know, 36 inches. Exactly. So I don't know. I I think she was, uh, quite happy, our, our sandwich artist and, you know, probably disappointed that you had to order two more drinks. Yeah. I didn't see very many customers in the time that Eric and I were, uh, consuming our 12 inches. We saw, one man, I don't mean to like perpetuate stereotypes around Subway, but the only other client I observed enter the facility was a man in a reflective vest. That's right, folks. Um, mm-hmm. We said it probably episode three, <laughs> um, but that's Subway's main clientele, guys in, in vests and tool belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually saw two. You know, one was the Amazon guy. Uh, and mm-hmm. then another one that came in, didn't order a sandwich, but insisted on servicing the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what, what his bit was all about there, but he was wearing some steel-toed yeah. boots and he went in the back, got to service that dude, subway. Dude was wearing steel-toed boots and a Patagonia quarter zip, and he insisted mm-hmm. that he had to do something in the back of the subway. Um, <laughs> and so if you hear news about a subway explosion in, in Canada, then you know exactly why. Um, yeah but anyway sandwich the, the lone wolf sandwich artist led him in and who god knows what happened after that we didn't see him leave <laughs> we were just we were there for like an hour we didn't see him leave so who knows yeah that was uh that was weird i'm glad that i'm glad that we didn't meet see the resolution of that our our franchise may not even be there as we speak that's wild but yeah uh other things to note while while consuming that beautiful bun i i noticed you eric i noticed you actually ate yours really fast i was about only eight inches deep when you were licking your fingers and polishing mm-hmm. off your food 
yeah i mean when when you put my you know drug of choice in front of me after two years of staying away from it i just just can't hold back Ty. i just woke that thing down so goddamn fast dude i was so excited to eat it you have no idea i was starving bro i didn't have a single thing like for for food that day wow you really you really held out for me thank you yeah you were really had to but it probably didn't pay off because you were you deep throated that sandwich so fucking fast and then had a tummy <laughs> ache for the rest of the night. Yeah, dude, I had a tummy tummy ache nine thousand. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, that thing. So we gotta talk about like whether or not it's better than before. This is this all has this to come is, full yeah. circle. We have to talk about our conclusion now. Mm-hmm. Is the new menu, the new subway, better than it was before? Uh, global virus did it mm, okay okay i got my hot take how about you um i mean it's hard it's really hard to compare for me because you know when you take some time away from anything usually when you go back to it it's real fucking good mm-hmm. <laughs> it can either be really good or really bad this time it was so good that it's possible that it got better. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, but I also think it's because when we were visiting Subway pre-pandemic, we would go once, maybe even twice a week, and we had become desensitized to the magic of it, the flavors. So r- r- coming back now, I think our palate and our minds were so open and so excited that yep. it would be impossible to fail. I just got to say, Eric, over the last year, I think Subway took a good hard mm-hmm. look at themselves and tried their best to improve the flavors because that was what I took away from my sandwiches. The flavors are better. The menu, terrible. I hate that they reduce things. I hate that there's dark mode all over the menu. I hate that <laughs> the sidekicks have infiltrated like 30% of the menu like an invasive species. Mm-hmm. But the flavors were passable. That is true. I think they are optimizing for um, depth over breadth. Is mm-hmm. that safe to say? I think so, but that's not the subway I want. That's not. That's is this the future liberals want? <laughs> Do they just want to be um, cuckolded so hard that um, they just have you know somebody cupping their balls and showing them the way? You know, it's like mm-hmm. this way, this way to this ingredient. Um, but I don't want that, Ty. I want to be able to make my sandwich. I want my freedom back. Me too. I don't want big way to control the narrative <laughs> of my sandwich. Exactly. Can you believe that? Um, I can't believe that. Yeah. Someone uh, in our live stream while we were ordering said to get the the Cali Club or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, Ty? I do. That, that is not something that I'm into. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. uh that sounds a little bit too uh trendy for me i'm more of a timeless sandwich guy yeah exactly give me some cold cuts some some wilted vegetables and three sauces and i'm happy Mm -hmm. i just want i just want the opportunity to express myself through my sandwich Mm -hmm. and i felt like subway's Mm -hmm. trying to deny me that right yeah um we did not inquire about this but because they have the meatball i'm assuming they still have marinara sauce at least I'm hoping they do. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, next time we go, we can make a little marin- marinara action happen? 
Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. I was questioning whether I should have got marinara on this foot long because it was so damn cold from the toaster. I thought the <laughs> marinara would just like cozy it up. But there were a yeah. few ingredients we didn't dabble with. We didn't touch the marinara. We didn't touch the um, crooked tuna fish. That looked dry as fuck in the corner. It had yeah, like a nice glaze a, on it. Yeah, it had a top dark layer um, that was like signaling to me that the dry, dry part at the top had crusted over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Leaving, leaving the leaving the rest of it, you know, nice and fresh underneath. Um, but mm. I'm scared that the sandwich artist wouldn't have the, the cojones to scrape off that top layer for us. Mm-hmm. It's a good call out. Uh, it's a shame that <laughs> most of the ingredients on the line have to oxidize throughout the day. Like I'd imagine it's the same conundrum for the guacamole. Mm-hmm. So. Tell me this, Ty. How come the spinach is wilting before our eyes, but the guacamole is still neon green? That's because the guacamole comes from space, Eric. Oh, yes, that's right. Speaking of mole, that chocolate sauce on the cookie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the s'more cookie came with this. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you want to call it? A chocolate mole? It was some goopy, syrupy mixture. Yeah. I mean, when you think s'more, you think of you know, a nice solid milk chocolate and marshmallows, right? Mm-hmm. She had some rock hard marshmallows inside. Um, but on top was like some kind of like mole reduction. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it, it did not look like a typical chocolate sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like a little bit more bespoke than I'm used to in a Subway cookie. You don't normally get toppings pre-built into your cookie. You have to, yeah, you have to ask for that. Mm-hmm. It made it really hard to split with you because... You know, when I tried to thumb it down to flip into two pieces, I, I got a huge thumb full of mole. Um, mm-hmm. You know, something the, the I, I reserve. It's something I reserve exclusively for the bedroom tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's disgusting, Eric. Um, <laughs> I will say that the marshmallow itself made that cookie very difficult to share. It had this like magnetism that kept wanting to pull it back together despite my Mm -hmm. efforts to break it Mm -hmm. yeah um i will say that like sitting with you in the restaurant i don't know if it was just like it's like visiting your childhood home where you see the things you're familiar with but you also notice all all these new details because you're just so open to it um some notable details eric i i there's this like really interesting like ornamental trim on the wall that looks that <laughs> reminds me of like uh a, a, like a roman column uh mm-hmm. true to subway's italian roots mm-hmm. yeah the og wallpaper is still nicely tucked underneath it um mm-hmm. i also noticed the sticky garbage trail um that was like a perfect line from the front door to the first garbage can immediately beside mm-hmm. the door to the drink machine and then all the way curling back around to behind the line um yeah signaling exactly where the sandwich artists or in this case garbage artists were dragging <laughs> the uh glad uh extra thick heavy duty bag mm-hmm. i would suggest that this stain on the ground was like a fossilized remnants of previous garbages leaving the building but i did step in that goop when I was getting our bubblies <laughs> from the fridge and my foot got stuck to the tile. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like the, the floor is at Fortune. Yeah, no kidding. Is this a club or a club sandwich? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I did. Speaking of floors, you made an, uh, a very acute observation that the tiling on the floors, this red and green, uh, we're going to call mm -hmm. it like shredded green and tomato red because they're both yeah. like really, really desaturated. Yeah. The, those colors are mirrored in the cushions on the seats. I never yeah. noticed that before. Mm -hmm. So exactly. So if you look at the restaurant top down, like if you were like pinned to the ceiling, Tom Cruise style, you would see mm -hmm. just like more of the same tiles kind of randomly scattered throughout. Isn't that just beautiful, mm -hmm. Ty? The chairs are camouflaged. I love that. Mm -hmm. as, you, uh, as you slowly rappel down from the ceiling into the back of the subway where you're able to very sneakily dodge some lasers and grab a slice of salami and then make your way out. Wow. What a, what a heist. Yeah. <laughs> I Ocean's also 11. noticed... Yeah. Uh, more what like Ocean's, Ocean's 12 inch. 12. Hey! Damn. <laughs> uh, that's some Think Fresh synergy. I also noticed, Eric, I noticed a few new kind of changes to to the interior there more than well it was more like the kind of continuous development of the subway brand the the cups they were covered in arrows i don't i don't know why subway has such an obsession with arrows this for if for a company that's so obsessed with arrows they have very little signage to help you navigate the menu but they just yeah. like the intern's gone crazy. Same with the menu. The napkins, or sorry, the napkins had like a weird slogan an intern wrote. I can't mm -hmm. remember. Something about yeah. mustard. Something about must not today mustard or some shit like that. But some um, bullshit. And it also said look look fresh, dress fresh or something. Eat, yeah. no, eat fresh, look fresh. Eat fresh, <laughs> look fresh. Um, thank you, napkin. Thanks, napkin. Yeah, you would think uh, they would leverage the arrows to point you in the right direction in terms of like ordering like where do i start like you have to actually walk to the back of the restaurant in order to order um but they don't even mm -hmm. tell you that high i know it's funny that they put eat fresh dress fresh on the menu because that was the title of our episode with uh Pusifa. what episode was that that was like way back episode 30 maybe wow many inches ago Many inches ago. Episode 22. Wow. So, so the marketing department's that. watching this. They, they, they yeah. know where, the, um, where all the good ideas are coming from. Yeah. Fusava himself is influencing big way in a, in a big way. Mm-hmm. That's Crazy. awesome. So can we get a, you know, just to conclude this episode out, can we get like a real quick rating from you, Ty? Um, Subway out of 10. Prior to, um, you know, being locked down at home, and then mm -hmm. Subway out of ten uh, yesterday for you. Mm. Huh, that's really difficult to say, Eric. I'd say that before lockdown, I would give Subway a twelve inches out of ten, <laughs> and I would attribute that rating to inertia, our momentum of visiting Subway built up a lot of inspiration a lot of excitement it yeah it, it it kept me inspired to try new food and to iterate on the format um yep. so i think i was i was really really 
both championing and celebrating the breadth of sandwiches you can create at Subway. Coming back, mm. I think the, po- the pandemic put the brakes on that and the Subway is kind of retracting their, their menu and the mm-hmm. options available to encourage creativity. So I'm going to give it mm-hmm. six inches out of 10 now. I love that they're improving the ingredient quality, but I hate that mm-hmm. they're, they're destroying the menu that I love. And yeah. I don't have that same momentum either. This, this podcast has inspired me, but Subway itself does not. Mm-hmm. Much like the mRNA vaccines that are ravaging my body, uh, mm-hmm. Subway HQ has ravaged the menu at our beloved location. And I, I can't say that I'm a fan of that. Um, I'm, I'm a line tie. I would go with, you know, and a solid nine out of 10 previous to the pandemic. Uh, I, I gave it, you know, one mark off because I, I felt more embarrassed to go there before. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now there are fewer people and fewer people out in general. So I feel much better walking in and out of there. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to say, I'm, I'm aligned. The, the menu is so disappointing. Um, it absolutely destroyed the best thing about Subway. The only thing that made it unique was its full customizability. Um, and also, I've never felt this bad in my life internally. <laughs> I've never felt this bad of a stomach ache in a long time. And that was like, you know, compared to when we were eating it like twice a week, like I, I felt way better then than I did eating it once uh, on an empty stomach. So, I mean, that's got to tell you something. So I give it a three, mm-hmm. three inch. It's a, it's a kid's pack now for me. Um, Ty, I hate, I hate that Subway is not as good as it was before, but I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> well, I think what we need to do, Eric, is I think we need to attribute to, to the fact that humans are in an age of decision fatigue and social cohesion. Our, all our algorithms are looking the same. We are passively consuming every day. Capitalism does not want us to make choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The subway model is destined to fail or the subway model could become the savior of individual expression. It can go one of two ways. And I think big way is, I guess, folding. They're accepting the fate that of, of cohesion yeah. rather than championing individual expression. They got, somebody got lucky. I think they have first mover advantage in the sandwich industry and they have, still haven't been dethroned yet. They got in, they kind of, they populated like rabbits and mm-hmm. their secret sauce, they never really, it's not sweet onion, it's, it's personalization. Mm-hmm. But the world doesn't want that. The, wor- the world wants cohesion. Mm-hmm. You're right, Ty. They were, um, you know, they, they play into the nostalgia thing as well. They're the only sandwich shop that's been around for that long and has that many uh, stories to tell. You know, everybody you know has a subway order. Everyone, everyone you know has either uh, seen somebody fall asleep in there or been that person to fall asleep in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so therefore, you know, it'll never leave the modern day conversation around food and casual fine dining. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a real chicken and the egg problem, much like the uh, egg salad. Mm-hmm. 
Well, only time will tell if Subway, Subway is disruptive to the future, much like a, an Uber or a Kanye West, or a Subway mm-hmm. simply a relic of simpler mm-hmm. times, not unlike yeah. religion. Yeah. I mean, you would expect it to at least, like, continue to be novel and interesting. Like, I'm sure, you know, in the 90s, building your own sandwich was extremely fun because we didn't have, like, settings before. Settings weren't a thing Mm -hmm. in the 90s. You just did things. Things were already pre-planned for you. Um, But now that people are expecting full control of everything, um, they are immune to the excitement that it brings. Mm-hmm. And so you might be right, Ty. We might just be in a new era where people just want the the Haley Bieber sandwich or the um, you know Joe Jonas sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I want what Joe's having. Yeah, exactly. Give me a sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, only time will tell, Eric. Only time will tell. Um, do you have any plans to go back anytime soon? Absolutely. I think for the <laughs> uh, health of this podcast, it is critical that we revisit sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, well, Ty, until then, uh, it's been a pleasure dining with you, Al, Al indoors. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming, man, and I'm I'm happy that I held out this long and I never stepped foot in a subway until it was, you know, with you by my side. Mm, me, me as well. So thank you for that. Thank you for the breadheads for following along with this journey. Um, you guys know where to find mm-hmm. us. We're on Instagram. We're going to post some photos from our live session, mm-hmm. IRL, and yep. uh, look for lots of other great content to come. Absolutely. Here's to the next hundred. Here's to the next hundred inches. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, does that mean, uh, you know, next week we start season two? I don't know how seasonally we want to do this. I think like much like the vegetable selection at Subway, we're kind of an evergreen podcast. <laughs> or should I say ever brown? Ever brown. Yeah, exactly. We might want to go to Subway once every 100 episodes. That seems like a healthy choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we have yet to figure that out. Uh, you know, stay tuned for that, Breadheads. Uh, and thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you have a strong week, Eric. Breadheads, you have a great night. Thank you, everybody. We will uh, see you next week. <laughs> Ciao. You're...